I've seen him eat I, my food that I dropped in the garbage. He fished it out and he ate it. That's your choice, but don't kill your family. <laughs> and on that um, valuable piece of health advice, <laughs> it is time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. We get together every Friday, but since this is the Friday of the Thanksgiving week, Wednesday, we're, we're doing this early. Cheers. We get to uh, recap the week of shows, which is going to be much shorter. And Cheers. Uh, just ha- be uh, unregulated by the FCC as we are. Uh, that sounded better than normal. On the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been a pretty Thanksgiving-centric on our show this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from the no Thanksgiving bracket wrapping up to trying to sneak or at least push things through the TSA line, which I'll have to do later on uh, tomorrow. You're going to have to bring ambrosia salad through the TSA, which is, if you don't know what ambrosia salad is, it's basically like a tropical fruit salad with coconut, walnuts, mini marshmallows, sour cream, and whipped cream. It doesn't sound so bad. I'm surprised that it made it all the way through, especially when people have been so vehemently against seemingly common items like a green bean casserole or sweet potatoes, uh, which I know that they're more normal, but people have a, at least in my experience, more of a feeling about. Yeah, I just, ambrosia sounds really gross to me. Isn't that supposed to be like the word that means like the best food ever? Isn't it like food of the gods? So what could go wrong? Well, one thing that could go wrong is uh, I'll get stopped at TSA. We will cover that in a minute because we did talk to the TSA this morning. But also just the fact of making it here in St. Louis and then uh, packing it, bringing it on an airplane and then a rental car. Oh, excuse me. Uh, with so many dairy products inside uh, leads some people, including Suzanne, who is a registered nurse, to have some concerns. And that's why she called us this morning. She is funny. How are you? Is this Jonah? Yeah, who's this? It's Suzanne. How are you, sir? Good, thanks for asking. What's happening? Well, if you want to get that ambrosia salad to your sister's house, do not assemble it until you get there. Take your ingredients, pack them in your bag, except for the whipped cream, which you're going to have to buy when you arrive, and it's a done deal. I, let me catch you up on a little something. I have, um, <laughs> and I will admit this, um, unrealistic standards for uh, how long you can keep something as far as food goes. Uh, for instance, uh, Stacey... Can I give an example? Yes. Jonah left a gallon of milk in his trunk in July for two days and then drank it. I had my sister okay. mail me Thanksgiving oh. leftovers last year, and I did eat it. I've seen him eat I- my food that I dropped in the garbage. He fished it out and he ate it. That's your choice, but don't kill your family. <laughs> that is a pretty good way of putting it. That's like uh, uh, my right uh, for my fist uh, swinging through the air ends right where your face starts. I can't uh, start inflicting that on other people. Yeah, exactly. I'm a nurse. I'm, I'm just being straight with you. Don't risk it. You know, leave all your ingredients separate. Put them in your bag and put it together when you arrive. Yeah, there's nothing suspicious looking about a gallon bag of shaved white coconut going through an x-ray machine. (laughs) Nothing at all. Just leave it in the sealed bag. She has all the answers, Jonah. You're not going to get out of this one. She is right, and you should listen to Suzanne. I I will take it under consideration. (laughs) Thank you very much. I love your show. You guys crack me up, and I am a big fan of the 735 contest. Well, thank you, thank Suzanne. Thank you very much. That means a lot to us. Yeah. 
very entertaining. You guys have a great holiday. Hey, you too. Happy you Thanksgiving. Too. So, yeah, as we covered in that call with uh, Suzanne, this would not be my first rodeo as far as pushing the limits um, culinarily. I could I could wimp out and do a non-dairy version with, like, coconut milk. And, well, I don't know, I no, guess, where's can't. the thickening? There's some coconut milk and some cornstarch. Ew! Way to make ambrosia worse. You, I... I mean, now that I learned that one of the recipes includes sour cream, I can understand starting to be on the gross scale. But I have never really understood. You've been kind of steadfast against this even when it was just whipped cream. You seem to have a problem with marshmallows and walnuts. Yes. Marshmallows and walnuts, I feel, should only be together if they are in Rocky Road ice cream. Other than that, forget it. Like, tropical fruit salad with marshmallows and coconut and walnuts, those textures don't go together. And Isn't that's... it nice to mix up textures? Not like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We talked about this too before. I'm I ha- I have never, with very few exceptions, been a texture caring person. So like when it seems to only break down the texture, like it does for you and many other people. I, I don't get it. You know, when I think about it, I really love crunchy stuff. I love celery. I love carrots. Um, I love chips. I love crunchy stuff. So maybe... Yeah, but you'll have carrots and hummus, and hummus is mushy stuff. Yeah, but I don't like a lot of hummus. And specifically, be, are you specifically trying to call out my pronunciation of hummus? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're upset that I say it correctly? I'm not upset. <laughs> I think it's funny. You make fun of your mom. Hummus? Mm-hmm. Hummus. Mm-hmm. Hummus. Hummus. I make fun of my mom for what? Croissant! But you say hummus. So you do the same thing. Did I say hummus? Yes, you did. What'd you say? Hummus. Hummus. What the fuck? Hummus. Hummus? I mean, probably if you break it down, it's probably the correct pronunciation is probably the way you say it. However, it's like... Hummus. Mm-hmm. It's like what? I mean, to me... You can't compare a hummus to... I just did. Well, you shouldn't. Hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, like pummel. P-U-M-M-E-L. It's not pummel. <laughs> I think the two M's makes it a a soft U. If it was H-U-M-U-S, I would say hummus. 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 But then humor, humor is H-U-M-O-R. Hugh, not Hummer. Right, because there's one M. Yeah, but no, because then you said that if it was one M for a hummus, then it might have been human. But then it's human. Right. So you're saying if hummus... You're backing me up. No, I'm fighting against myself for saying hummus. Yes. Hmm. I'm not so sure. What language is it? Arabic? I... That is what comes to mind, but I don't know. Israeli... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Siri, my languages. Where does hummus come from? I found Israel, Syria, Lebanon, Near East, and Jordan. So she's, they are all listed as countries of origin. Israel, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, but then she just wraps it all up by saying Near East. Okay. That That's a, where I thought it came from. The Near East, not the Far East. Is the Far East Asia? I don't. I actually don't know about that. What I mean, you said Israel, and I thought that was right. And like East West, 
serves it. There you go, dropping names. No one knows what you're talking about. I'm just thinking out loud. To people. Hummus. How do you pronounce hummus? How do you pronounce hummus? Well, thanks, my fat thumbs. That said, bu do you or ounce hummus. <laughs> All right, YouTube to the rescue. Let's see if you can hear this. Hummus. 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 Subscribe to our channel or visit us at pronunciationhope.com. Didn't you just say both of them? I don't know. Let's hear it again. I don't think so. We thought you said your way? Mm-hmm. Not my way. Hummus. 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 Subscribe to our channel. Or he's treading the line between both I of us. I think ours. he's treading the line. You because son the of a first bitch. one. <laughs> Pronunciation hub, you motherfucker. Sorry, I don't know. You're probably a nice person. Is it pronunciation hub? Just kidding. <laughs> hummus. 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 He's definitely not saying hummus. He's definitely not saying humus or humus. I don't say humus. Humus. Hummus. 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 I'm not saying humus. This is the most boring podcast in the world. I mean, oh my God, we should do that. The most boring podcast in the world. And we just like, so what did you do today? I ate some hummus. Hmm. I looked up how to pronounce stuff on YouTube and then. <laughs> you are being mean to Am us. I? What? Uh, so I will not be putting... I did not mean to be mean. I are would... you okay? Do you need a hug? No, thank you. Do you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Warmer. One or the other will probably make you feel better. Um, so, okay, right. Textures. Oh, real quick before we get to Ambrosia. Uh, and the other day I told you that I, I thought that I was with you on the one texture thing, which is eggnog. Yeah, that's a little slimy. And I'm the not, reason I'm I didn't like it, right? It was very thick. Yeah. Like, it's almost like motor oil or something. Like it, or something. I don't have anything else to compare it to. Mm. <laughs> so, I thought that I finally found one that I liked because Amanda had like a low-fat one that was made with like milk instead of cream. I don't, who, what is, uh, well, I'll see here in a second, what is it goes into eggnog? But it's like, it tends to be thicker, or maybe that's the eggs. I think there are eggs in it. But so I thought this was thinner and it was better and it was unbelievably good. So mm-hmm. good. Okay, cool. Maybe if I had the low fat one, that's the one I like. Well, she went ahead and upgraded because she is a fiend for eggnog. Like, mm. fiend. And we found this like, like Amish one. I thought they just made fireplaces and buggies, but apparently. No, they make tons of furniture. And like, I remember making Amish friendship bread. And barns. They do barns. And, oh. Barn raising ceremonies. It's like one of their big things. Everyone, the whole community gets together to help someone make a barn and they do it by hand wow. and they make a wall and they all push it up. That's it's crazy. Um, yeah, this Amish friendship bread was delicious. I was almost addicted to it for a while because it's like this cinnamon, apple, delicious, fresh baked well, bread. Everything I'm going to say to you, you're not going to like. Uh, it was full everything eggnog. Okay. With a cream topper. Okay. So like... I'm going to use the word wad of cream in the neck of the bottle that like extra 
I don't oh, know I've what. Had cream top yogurt that's like that. Okay, so it was cream top. Cream rises to the top. Cream top uh, eggnog. Okay, was it that brand? Because that is the yogurt, cream top yogurt. It's not, it was an Amish. It was like Amish Farms or something. Okay. It <laughs> so good. Really? I just like eggnog. I think. Amanda mm. was so happy to make me a convert. I don't know if maybe the only one I had was like homemade, so you can't hide the uh, eggs in it or something. However, so good. So now I'm an eggnog person. Hey, all right. But I think the thing is that you just have like luxurious tastes. Like you like the really good stuff. That's fine. I understand that. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, you're saying that the shittier. The you egg- only like the best of the best. Do I though? I mean, the Horizon brand low fat eggnog is just like a three ninety nine carton at a grocery store. Three ninety nine for Horizon brand. What size? That's a vi- that must have been on sale. It was, but I'm saying it wasn't like a fancy. I don't think it was fancy. All right, eggnog recipe. Uh, oh god, we can't. You can't fucking look up recipes anymore no. without reading someone's. Oh, what's the story? Oh. <gasps> The recipe is at the top of the page. There's no story. Oh my goodness! You every found recipe it. I've looked at in the past two years, and every—I mean, this is no secret—it has started with ten years ago. It's such a good point because I have noticed it, but once you pointed it out, like I really noticed it, and I'm like, there isn't one. Even from like a grocery store, there's a story about the author. Motherfuckers love stories. Mm-hmm. I'm including myself in that, and I hadn't realized that fully until recently. What was it? It was like a brand. It was like a food brand, and I actually found myself wanting to know more, like and about the like, history of the yeah, company. I was like, that is interesting. I was like, tell me a story. Like this is fucking milk, and yet I'm insisting on hearing like. In 1879, when our first ancestors decided to buy a cow. Yeah, well, then what happened? <laughs> then what? I actually am realizing I want these stories. So, I I mean, I'm just late to the party because there's a reason why they're being given to us. Maybe I just don't care about food blogger stories. So, ingredients for a Food Network approved eggnog. Mm-hmm. Four egg yolks. I wish you could see Stacey's Onomatopoeia. <laughs> uh, third cup of sugar plus one tablespoon. That is so specific. How much? One third cup plus one tablespoon. Okay. Fucking round up or round down. Damn. Yeah. One pint whole milk, one cup heavy cream, one <laughs> teaspoon freshly grated nutmeg, and then four egg whites asterisk. So they're separated then? There it is. All the reasons I don't like eggnog. Egg I yolk. don't like eggs, and I don't like nutmeg. Mmm. So you're supposed to uh, put the egg yolks, you beat the egg yolks and then put the sugar in. So you're kind of making like a custard. Then you have to peak the egg whites like a fancy person. Then you whisk them into the mixture. Then you put the, yeah, that's a whole damn thing. Ugh. Yeah, I don't really like the idea of drinking eggs. Mm-mm. But I sure did and it was sure delicious. Cool. That's fun. Speaking of things Stacey hates, yes, I will be bringing Ambrosia through TSA tomorrow, and we had to uh, make sure that was okay, so we talked to our new... Well, she's not a new friend anymore. Now she's an old friend. Yeah, Sari. At the TSA. 
Well, the last time we talked to Sari, the spokesperson for the TSA, it was to see if I could bring a hatchet uh, in my carry-on when I was flying to a camping trip. Guess what the answer is? No. Well, this one is less violent. However, I do have to make ambrosia, and I'm making it here in St. Louis, bringing it to my twin sister's Thanksgiving tomorrow in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's got to go on the plane in a car, and to your sister's table. Health code aside, is this something <laughs> that can happen, Sari? Well, it depends on how sloppy that salad is. <laughs> so if, if that salad is sitting in a lot of fruit juices on the bottom or the whipped cream has melted, then it's going to be more like a liquid cream or aerosol, and it's got to be 3.4 ounces of ambrosia salad. How many of those can I bring? Can I just pack everything, like a grape and some whipped cream, into uh, 900 individual little things and put those all in a bag? Does that count? Well, you are allowed one quart-sized bag per passenger. So if you wanted to put the ambrosia salad into 3.4-ounce containers, put those into your one quart-sized bag, see how much of the salad you could get. That way it would work. And also, Amanda, hey, babe, um, I need your quart size bag, too, so sorry about uh, the shampoo you wanted to bring and the toothpaste. We'll buy that all when we land like ballers. Right, exactly. So that kind of a salad, it might be better to put in your check bag with some ice next to it. It would be the discretion of the officer when you get to the checkpoint if it just seems like it's too much liquid in there. Mm. But I do, I do want to talk about turkeys. So if you want to bring your cooked turkey in your carry-on, that's absolutely fine. If you have a frozen turkey, you do need to make sure that all that melting and the ice is drained off before you get to the checkpoint. Have people actually brought turkeys through? Yes. I picture them in a baby Bjorn, like a cooked turkey (laughs) just in an infant carrier. Can I go through the family security check? As you can see, I have a 23-pounder on my chest. (laughs) No, no, the, the... cooked turkey or the frozen turkey has to go on the x-ray belt but if you bring a live turkey to the checkpoint we're happy to screen it and that live turkey will not go through the x-ray we will work with that live turkey like any pet i didn't know you could bring a live turkey to the airport yeah well you could actually bring one on the plane with you well, you would have to check with your airline to see whether they allow your pet turkey to come with you. But an emotional support air- turkey that I'm immediately going to slaughter when I land. Well, I hope not. I hope it's just coming to dinner because some <laughs> people do have pet turkeys. Sari <laughs> is a TSA spokesperson. What's the weirdest thing that someone has brought through TSA and, and they had to have a talking to about? A fully gassed chainsaw, which obviously was not going in your carry-on or your checked bag. Oh, my God. The craziest one was a still bleeding alligator head that was brought to a checkpoint. He was my emotional support alligator. Something happened. (laughs) Okay, so uh, as far as getting through TSA, cooked turkey, yes. Frozen turkey, yes, if you're properly making sure it's not defrosting on people. Mm -hmm. Live turkey, even possibly, yes. Ambrosia salad, you're going to have to check it, Jonah. We're going to find we're going to find out uh when we listen, I can't. I'm not checking a bag. We got uh, we got a connection flight. I cannot risk losing luggage or delaying because we're flying on Thanksgiving. This is coming through the belt, so either it's coming on the plane or hopefully the TSA can enjoy a lovely snack made with love after their break and they confiscate it from me. No, no, we don't confiscate. Remember, we let you go back to the airline counter and check that item. So we don't and we certainly would not be eating your salad, even though we would want to, but we won't be doing that. <laughs> What's wrong with a stranger's dairy treat? Come on. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much for this information. And I will leave my, my chainsaw at home this time. Thank you again for that reminder. Well, thank you. And no hatchets in your carry-on again. <laughs> you got it. Scout's honor. She knows you, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> what we didn't talk about with Sari this time, but we did uh, when I was trying to go camping with my mini axe, is just how many guns are brought through, yeah. like, carry-on luggage. Like, in the hundreds. That is horrifying. Like, and a lot of it, she alleges, or she says that the people allege are, oh, shoot, I forgot about my loaded handgun in my bag. Who just, like... I understand that. Because I have... I have forgotten, like, I have this Swiss Army knife that I've had for, like, 20 years or something, and I used to carry it in my purse all the time, and it's so convenient to have, like, a tiny pair of scissors or a little knife or, you know, you can cut string or whatever. It's so convenient, and I just have had it in my purse for so long, and it's such a part of just what I have with me every day that I never think about removing it because... First of all, there's no malintent. Like, it is a Swiss army knife. It's like two and a half inches long. Yeah, I watched you get caught with it. I'm not going to... I have no intention of doing anything bad with it. So I think that's part of the reason that it's just not in my mind. Well, so, okay. I I had not considered that as in the gun in the purse. Because then then I would maybe understand that you forgot it, right? Because if you have a concealed carry and it's just in your purse in the special side gun pocket, mm-hmm. you obviously don't uh, see it all the time because it's supposed to be concealed. I guess I always thought of it in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what psychopath doesn't clear out their suitcase between trips? Like, my suitcases? <laughs> you just have shit in your suitcases between trips? Well, they're all empty in my basement, and then we bring them up and we fill them up. And no, you're sure, right. it takes a minute to unpack. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking of. Like yeah, this last yeah, yeah, trip, yeah, yeah. My, I didn't fully unpack. It was I kind of lived out of my suitcase for an extra four days just until it was emptied of all the clean clothes. Still right, in that's it. just be. I mean, listen, we've all lived with the pile of laundry that was clean <laughs> on the one corner of the bed, and you can yes. still fit in the bed, and you'll get to <laughs> oh, it. God, it's like you've been to my my house. <laughs> so that's one. But like the idea of like oh. Oh shit, the guns in my suitcase? Like, mother, what the, what? Yeah, that's... What? That, first of all, how many guns do you have so that you didn't miss that one? Right. And second of all, like, I, the thought of bringing a gun on a plane freaks me out, like, partially just because, and, and I haven't heard of it happening, but like, does air pressure do something to... The gun at all? Like, if it's loaded, does it do mm. something to gunpowder? I have no idea. I've just been worried about, I mean, listen, they've gone off accidentally for less. Yeah. You don't want to pierce a hole in that airplane. Plus, I honestly, personally, I would be uncomfortable knowing that someone sitting next to me has a gun on them and that it could possibly be pointed at me without my knowledge. Like, w- F you do do they still do i mean i it cannot be every flight because they don't have enough people but i want do they still do like the secret air marshal i would imagine so just like on as many as possible honestly i will i i'm just guessing but i would say that it's probable on and around holidays hmm because i wonder because number one there's so so many flights if you see the map of like airplanes overhead at any one time they're so many yeah 
So if they have to hire that many air marshals, I'm going to say the talent pool isn't that deep. So you might have you may have some uh, people that should be patrolling a mall on a Segway being an air marshal. If what is an air marshal though? Is it a retired military person? I always assumed it was a branch of law enforcement, or maybe like the deputized branch of the TSA. Hmm. Let's ask what is an air. I think mar- it's a great show. Like military person retiree program, if that's a thing. The Federal Air Marshal Service is a U.S. federal law enforcement agency under the supervision of the TSA. Because of the nature of their occupation, they travel often. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. There are an estimate. Wait, do they travel in the air? <laughs> Guess how many they estimate there are in the country? 3,147. Fucking look it up. Do you look it up? No, am I right? I did not guess. 3,000. Are you serious? I was like, this cheater. Yeah, they, I, they say estimated. Maybe they don't give a full list. Three, Maybe mine was the real one. 3K. Wow. So they say uh, that they carry a gun mm-hmm. and an, an expandable baton and handcuffs. Mm-hmm. According to an anonymous air marshal, they are trained to shoot to stop. I like that. Mm-hmm. You might not like this next part. Typically firing at the largest part of their body, center mass, the chest, and then the head to incapacitate the nervous system. I mean, that. I mean, if you don't want to... Handguns are notoriously like you're not... If you are not an experienced shooter, you are almost guaranteed to miss anything you're shooting at with a handgun. Like, Can we go back to shoot... Yes. The head to incapacitate the nervous system is that that is the most most euphemistic yeah. way you I've blow ever that heard. Brains out. I mean, so so stop at the chest is also probably. I mean, you're going to hit their lungs or their heart probably, right? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. Center mass is also. Uh, I I feel creepy even saying that, but right, it's number one, the easiest place to hit because it is the biggest target, and also you are probably going to stop somebody because there are. Yeah, th- th- that's where everything is. Yeah, from your heart to your lungs to your stomach to your intestines. Ha! Ah, oh, yeah. I this don't is think about terrible. That. So uh, they say air marshals may be deployed on as little as an hour's notice and at high risk locations. Undercover air marshals were deployed on flights in and out of New Orleans during the Super Bowl, flights coming near Salt Lake City during the Winter Olympics in 2002, and cities visited by the president. So it does seem that they pick and choose, but Mm. it also seems to follow that they may be more active during the holiday season, as you said. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. There's a book published on the air marshals now. Ooh, there's controversies. Like what? Like they eat hummus. (laughs) Uh, uh, let's see. On this, in 2005, two federal air marshals shot and killed a U.S. citizen because a fight with him and his wife broke up, uh, broke out on the plane. He ran up the aisle from the back of the plane, and a national safety coordinator said, "Quote: As the man came forward, it was obvious he was upset. That's when one of our attendants at the front told him, you can't leave the plane.'" He responded, implying he had a bomb in his backpack, and at that point, the air marshals gave up their cover and pursued him out the door and up the jet bridge, and then shot him. Damn. Okay, so let me ask you about this. That was clearly not all the information, too, so I didn't, please do not use that as the authority on that story. I mean, you shoot someone with a bomb on them? You should be an instructor at the Air Marshal University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that leaves more questions than answers, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, we're clearly not uh, 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 
We're out of our depths on this one. Way out. If Let's I me- talk about whipped cream again. Yes, if I meet an air marshal uh, that blows his cover for me uh, on my flight tomorrow, I will offer him some ambrosia. That is the peacekeeping move. Hello, federal agent. Would you like some of my mystery food? That's him opening his Ziploc bag that it's in. Oh, oh boy. And then the pressure changes. So instead it pops all over him and he's got a whipped cream facial. I can't even right now. Everything I have to say is like the most inappropriate thing in the well, world. Well, this is the venue. Like eight things came into my mind at once, and I just realized what I said. One of them, Rule Thirty Four. If you can think of, if you can dream it up, there's porn about it. Um, well, it's guaranteed to be porn about whipped cream facials. Probably with air marshals. Oh, like that specific? Yes. Like doing and seducing like an air marshal weird, on a plane. The weird visuals that popped into my mind when you said that were so horrifying and one of them involved a mustache well while i try and decipher what that means perhaps it's time to get going i have an ambrosia salad to make i'm like super worried that my mom's listening hi mom this is by far the (laughs) least remember a few episodes back uh diane if you are listening um it was uh, what, what did we call that one that about cybering or the, the FaceTiming and anyhow, no, this is uh this is kindergarten compared to where we've gone before. <laughs> I did curse more than normal today. I think that's alright. It's yeah. I, I didn't notice that. Have a great time at your turkey trot. Thank you. I'm worried that it's going to be very cold. 33 and slushing from the sky. I wish it was 33. It's not supposed to be 33. It's supposed to be like 31. Oh, let's see if the time is up so that I can see how... What the... So tomorrow morning at 6, it's going to be 30. At 7, it's going to be 30. Can you do an early packet pickup or no? I... I don't know. Maybe I can do it today. Day? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. That would be great. But then also, I feel like I have to get there early to find parking because... Yeah, between the turkey trot and then the Thanksgiving Day parade, you're going to... And it's downtown. There's already It's already tough to park sometimes. Well, I'll uh, I'll be at the airport when you're checking in. We got a 6 o'clock flight tomorrow. I know. So I was going to offer to give you guys a ride and then I can't. Sorry. It, thank you for the thought that counts. I mean, I guess I could. Please do not. No, don't. You, you live in Maryland Heights. You go down to the city, get us, and then bring us back to the airport, and then go back downtown at, at 5 in the morning. I would not wish that on anybody. Thanks, buddy. You got it. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you in a few days. Okay.